News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Gardy, it seems, are going to have the right to use facial recognition technology to tackle serious crime. The Justice Minister Helen McEntee is planning to bring the legislation before cabinet. But would such policing technology make Irish citizens more? are less safe. We're joined by Pat Murray, uh, former detective inspector and senior investigating officer and author of The Making of Detective and Elizabeth Farries, assistant professor of digital policy at UCD. Elizabeth, to you first, what's the difficulty uh, with facial recognition as far as you're concerned? Hi, good morning. Thanks morning. for having me on. So from a digital policy perspective, um, there's evidence that policing facial recognition tech actually makes society less safe. So it doesn't accomplish the goal that guards um, are seeking. Well, it's not accurate. Um, It can be discriminatory. And it moves us further towards a surveillance society that is somewhat dystopian in character. Okay, um, Pat Murray, how about that? Um, Not uh, accurate and it can can move us towards a dystopian uh, society. Oh, I don't know. I'd have to see evidence of that, uh, you know. Um, But I think facial recognition is a... And will be a very good tool in the toolbox of the investigator and the Garda Shirkana as a whole. And uh, I would welcome that. But obviously, like all uh, practices within the Garda Shirkana in, in, uh, with the, the, the facial recognition, now, it has to be a planned code of practice in respect to how it's used and it has to be regulated. It's like I would akin it to, to uh, if you're looking for phone records, like, you know, you can't just look for phone records for any. Tom, Dick and Harry Franny, you know, you have to have, it has to be, your thought process, has, it has to be reasonably proportioned and, and necessary. And I'm sure some of those type of uh, aspects will be used in respect of the uh, facial okay. recognition process, uh, you know. Uh, so uh, it's not a case of the guards, let's say, uh, being carte blanche in respect of uh, who they're going to. Yeah. OK, let's bring Elizabeth back in. Elizabeth, how about that? I mean, I think um, the, the word coming from government is that this will be used in targeted ways to help Gardaí as they protect people and investigate crimes such as child exploitation, murder and missing person cases. Well, I would absolutely agree that decisions about using the tech should be evidence-based. And there's a lot of evidence that due to the failure in the facial recognition tech algorithms, these systems have renowned accuracy problems against women, against young people, and against black and brown people. In fact, the UK Met Police FRT system was found to have an error rate of 81%. So how can guards justify a policy of deploying this tech when it doesn't really do what it's supposed to, when it can lead to wrongful detentions or arrests. And, you know, even if the algorithms did get better, improved accuracy doesn't save facial recognition tech from the problems of discrimination. Discrimination also occurs in the over-policing of certain neighborhoods or events, which could be further facilitated by this tech, which scans the face of everyone indiscriminately. Okay, Pat Murray? Yeah, no, I think like a facial recognition like, will be something that will be used in, for the benefit of public safety and national security. And I think it's something uh, that, let's say, if it's used as a, a evidence in a in a trial, it will be scrutinised by uh, defence teams and that. So it's not a case, I don't think, that, uh, you know, it's going to be discriminatory against anybody, uh, you know, because it's going to be regulated. And if it's used uh, as evidence of that, uh, it will be scrutinised. So I, I, I get it hard to believe that, 
you know, there's a huge discriminatory aspect to the facial recognition. Okay, uh, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth uh, Farris, how about that? Uh, the, the minister, by the way, is expected to promise the technology will not be used for indiscriminate surveillance, mass data gathering or racial profiling. It'll be quite nuanced. It'll be quite targeted. Well, again, the, the tech itself, evidence has demonstrated that it's capable of racial profiling due to its inaccuracy and due to the methods via which it's deployed. And despite those concerns, we also have to ask the larger question, like, do we want to move society towards a scenario where it becomes impossible for anyone to move through spaces and remain just a face in the crowd? Like, FRT tech is different from cameras. They, it doesn't just see you. It has the capability to know who you are. It can be connected to databases holding details information on you. Does Ireland want to repeat the policing behavior of other states? I mean, look at Russia, where the use of FRT during anti-government protests led to the collection of biometric data of thousands of opposition supporters. Yeah, but sorry, Elizabeth, the, the minister, sorry, I, Elizabeth, I, sorry, I do have to come in there because the, the, the minister, I think, is going to be quite explicit in saying it will not be used for such purposes. Well, the problems are significant enough with respect to accuracy, with respect to discrimination and with respect to surveillance that multiple cities and other jurisdictions have put outright bans against the, the use of FRT by police. Yeah, and I think we're Ireland not Putin's Russia though, Elizabeth. Well, I'm not talking about Russia just. I'm talking about San Francisco. I'm talking about Cambridge and Springfield. They've all put out bans. And some corporations have stopped selling FRT for policing purposes. Amazon and Microsoft paused selling in 220. And they said they would not sell FRT to police for some time because of the concerns related to the use of this tech. Pat Murray? Well, look, I think it'll have to be seen how it's rolled out and how it's worked. But I would be in favour of it. But what I'm just saying, you know, technology, you have to be careful. And there's no doubt about it. And I just taken from examples where investigations where I used experts who could identify vehicles from CCTV and that. And they were able to say, let's say, a certain car, it was a certain make and model of car. Uh, and uh, we had the trials and these people, these witnesses were scrutinized about their uh, expertise and how they came to the conclusion that a certain car was a certain car and that. So what I'm just saying is that the same with facial recognition. It's not something that's going to be taken. In your career, just all, briefly, uh, Pat, in uh, your career, have you used such technology to catch people? Well, uh, I haven't, but well, what, what I have, well, look, at, uh, there was a case where we actually identified, not through facial recognition, but through a photograph of an apartment block in South America that we knew someone was living in, uh, but we didn't know where it was. And we were able to do a recognition on that particular building and get it identified as an apartment block in Colombia. And we were able to identify a person through the help of, obviously, Colombian police, uh, the person we were looking for was living in that particular apartment block. Okay. And we wouldn't have known that uh, if we didn't have that recognition, to, which was quite available on Google. I think. Uh, I know uh, so. And a very it, serious it, it, question. You know, uh, so. Elizabeth, just finally yeah. on that, people will be listening this morning saying, if we can catch uh, somebody who's committed a serious a crime, as, as Pat is referring to there, worth, worth having this. Look, I just think with a prudent policy, um, shouldn't wait and see and, and see what happens as the tech is ruled out. We already have enough evidence that there are significant problems and tell those problems of accuracy, of discrimination and undue surveillance can be adequately answered to. There aren't any circumstances okay. in which policing FRT can be safely ruled out. Okay, we will leave it there. Pat Murray, Elizabeth Farris, thanks to both of you for joining us. Let us know what you think. 5 2 on a 6 at a cost of 30 cent. 
News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.